Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. I have a surprise for you. I love surprises. You are going to like this one. Okay. All right. So we are going to go to the American Library Association yeah. conference, right, in New Orleans. Yep. And that's going to be happening in uh, in June. Uh-huh. Right? So there's a big banquet for the Newberry Caldecott Award winners. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, and in these cases, sometimes uh, one, one being me, would get invited to sit at a publisher's table. Okay. With me so far? Sure. Sure. There's publisher tables. Publisher tables, <laughs> right. The winners buy up whole tables in the front, and the losers sit in the back. But no, that's not how it works. But anyway, but the, the winners do sit up front. So, one book this year did very well with the Newberry and the Caldea, and we've discussed it on this blog uh, podcast. This is a podcast, not a blog. Nope. No. But you have a blog. I do. I used to have a blog. Yeah, you did. It was awesome. We're going to get yeah. to that. Okay. Uh, apparently. Sure. So, uh, one of the books was Crown. Oh, yeah. Won a Newbery Honor, and it won a Caldecott Honor. The, the publisher... With the, from the with the CEO haircut. of a tech company who manufactures that's, cool. That's the one. Yeah. We, you and I, have been invited to sit at the table of Crown. The Agate Publishing. They are getting tickets for both of us. We'll get to meet the winners. Derek Barnes. Wait, we're going to meet the guy who wrote it and the and guy... And who illustrated it. Yeah. Really? We're, the whole night. We're going to be at their table, baby. We're going to meet them? We're going to meet them. I don't remember words from any book, and this is the one book that I remember. You're going to meet him. We're going to do this. And while I'm thinking of it, who are we? Who are we? <laughs> oh, I'm Kate. Oh, I'm Betsy. Or I should say I'm speechless. That's Yay! awesome. I know. Isn't that cool? I just got the word today. And I was so good and Wait, I didn't give it away before now. Wait, is this the banquet that we're dressing up at? That's the one. So you're going to be dressing up in all red, silk, beautiful. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Oh, sorry. Don't give it away. You're giving away the game. Sorry. We're going to look cool. I'm going to look like the idiot between the No, you're the two not. You uh, are going to look yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll we can always tone it down. <laughs> It'll be awesome. But people expect it at this point. So, yes, and um, getting back to the thing that we are doing right now, which is a podcast. Yeah. So, I'm Betsy and you're Kate. We covered that part. Right. But what do we do here? We discuss children's literature. Yeah. We take wow. the finest pieces of literature wow. and wow. we discuss, wow. most importantly, wow. the themes that bring wow. society. Wow. <laughs> we talk about children's books and whether they're cool or not, really. I'm just impressed with how much of the Masterpiece Theater theme song I'm able to conjure up on a moment's notice. How? Pat on the back to me! Pat on the back to me. Actually, patting back. Uh, I want to tell you that that song existed before Masterpiece Theater. No, it didn't. Theater. Oh, no, it didn't. Okay. It's called the, Ma I believe the 
proper name for it, mm. is the Masterpiece Theater theme. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm yeah, sure you can get right. it on the greatest I'm hits so, of PBS theme songs. So wrong, and you are so right. Along with the, the, the Hercule Poirot uh, people want to write saxophone Betsy song. About how wrong she is. That's never wrong. Email us at fusekdata at gmail.com. You can tell them that all you want. They never will write, because I'm never wrong. Mm. Um, yes, alright. So, as you mentioned, we discuss books and whether they're good or bad or otherwise. And they tend to be picture books. And in this week's case, uh, I would like to do a book. Uh, I think it's I think it's fair to say it's time to sex things up. What? I think everyone's been thinking this for a while. No. We need a, we need a sexy book. Not a thing. That's a, totally a thing. Not a thing that exists. Betsy. They keep thinking to themselves. These books are great. In the Night Kitchen, I think, was about as no. Sexy that's as... not at all. That's that's repugnant. No, 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 no. <laughs> Repulsive. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, we need we need a little uh, you know, a little a little something, something. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm gonna bring out the book. This is so awkward. Here it goes. Did I mention people? She's my sister. This is such a good book. Ta-da! King Bidgoods in the bathtub. Grass by whom? Uh, Audrey Wood, mm -hmm. illustrated by Don Wood. That's correct. It's about a naked man in the tub. Woohoo! What could be better than that? I've never heard of this. You've never heard of this? King, was it? Bid King Bidgoods in the bathtub from 1985. No. I Really? You never saw this at the Martin's house? Because uh -huh. they had this book there all the time. This is where Oops. I first saw that book. Was at our friend's, the Martin's house. Nope. Yeah, it was, it was there. It looks... Interesting. It's a classic. It even won a shiny sticker. Look at that little silver, that little silver yeah, sticker I mean, there. Silver, you know. What? It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's, it must be like, okay. It's Pfra! Says I. Uh, I will say that this has uh, my children have uh, given this. Well, one, my son, my three-year-old, has given this two thumbs up in that he uh, asked me to read it again after reading it a first time. So high praise indeed. So. Uh, a three-year-old thinks it's a classic. So far, so good. But will a 33-year-old think it's a classic? Time will tell. Take that book. Okay. All right. While Kate's reading the book, uh, I'm going to give you a little background information on this book, which is a lie. No, I'm not. Uh, there is no background information on this book. Weirdly enough, this book is a gaping hole, a vacuum in space of information. I could find nothing. The only thing I could find was this kind of fun fact about Audrey Wood, the book book's author. Um, aside from the fact she's just a lovely lady, this is true, uh, her father was employed by Ringling Brothers Circus, and he was commissioned to repaint the big top and sideshow murals. That's just kind of cool. And yet she is not the illustrator on this book. She is the author. So there you go. And we're back. Yes. 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 Yep, 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 yep. This is not sexy. What are you talking about? You don't see anything. Well, of course you don't see anything. We're not talking about, like, the naked cowboy by Adam Rex. This no. is, what? That's an interesting one, too. Moving on. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm just looking at this cover, and I don't understand. And this is still throwing me off. Mm -hmm. How are there three people looking at the king but only one pair of legs? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, okay, no one legs. of one of them at least has a dress. The one on the farthest left. The one in the middle, that's a question. I'm not sure where their legs went. I just Maybe looked, they never had any legs. I, I just looked at this for like a good minute, just being like, where are 
it's possible that they are resting their entire weight on, I think that's a duke, and then lifting their legs in some peculiar manner and resting them on the back of the person on the farthest left. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's a little strange, right? It seems like a contortion, but that would be appropriate for this book, I think. So, first we have this page who's coming out and he's screaming, help, the king is... A page. We're not, like, there's a page in the book. Right, right, right I should sorry. say, because it doesn't sound like a... First the, we have this... The page. The only page, the only servant, it seems, that serves the king. Well, the only servant who's concerned about the king not coming out of the bathtub. That's a good point. There could be... Well, clearly someone's working in the kitchen, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's concerned that the king won't get out of the bathtub, and who is going to help? There's this woman on the page. You know who she reminds me of? Who she reminds me of? Carol Burnett. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, a lot of these people, especially on this page, especially the night next to her, I was like, these must be modeled on actual people. I mean, that does look like Carol Burnett. She's doing a great face. Yeah. If you had to name that face, what would you name that face? Ooh. Yeah. That's what I thought. That'd be the way you call it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we got smushy face over here. Yeah. Like like the um, it's like, like what the, you would the do the fish face. Yeah, she's doing a fish face. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got just gasps. We have uh, this uh, knight here who's pondering. He's looking right at the viewer. Is the strange thing, isn't he? Eh, like the, the reader it's a is a little off. All right, but it's a little close. Off. Yeah. And then we've got Russell Brand. Yeah, Russell Brand <laughs> is one of my favorites in the book. <laughs> Russell Brand comes, and I think I could be wrong. Mm, it's hard to tell. I haven't read the book enough times, but I feel like the cast of characters does not change that much in the course of the book. But we'll no. we'll get to that. Yeah, I feel like it's the same six people. I almost yeah. Though the queen or doesn't seven. seem to, the yeah. queen doesn't seem to be in this picture, but yeah. Um. So. Oh no, there she is. The knight says, "Um, you know, it's time to battle. Come on out." And the king says, "Come in." I know. His, I know. Like with that, with his with, come come hither finger. It's a beckoning. A beckoning hand. And then you turn the page, and it is this intense, yeah, intense bathtub scene with like six ships and at least a hundred soldiers. So there's and, two armies and sailors and. I had um, yeah, it's red versus blue. Yeah, I this was I think the moment where my three year old was most entranced with the book. Because it's so much. Blue detail. is clearly losing. Oh yes. Yeah, but it's amazing because they've already they lose their cannon off the side. Yep. Um, they're in disarray. They're clearly being pushed back. Well, red is, represents the king. Yes. Blue represents the knight, who is obviously not going to win this fight. He is not going to. But to be fair, it would be very unwise to beat your king uh, True. in the bath. Yes. At a tin soldier game. And he, he, I just love his sad mustache when he gets, <laughs> then when the knight gets out of the uh, bathtub, because it was nice and bushy before i mean uh -huh. that was a good mustache and now it's just wet and sad it gets happy again later though i mean <laughs> his pants around his ankles yes yeah they are yeah, yeah. i think he's just sad to leave the tub because it was so much fun and the king was probably like all right get out yeah well he's gonna he's well like, yeah he I didn't lose the game he, he he's going to rust if he continues so the page says please help he's still in the tub and i we, who, what are we gonna do and the queen says it's time to eat it's lunchtime and the king's like come on in yeah and there's this beautiful buffet somehow uh in the tub i guess it's just there appear to be five cakes i, I counted them five i, counted I think three no so we you... got one uh -huh. two we got this magnificent one in the middle you got one down here i, I guess would... 
Okay, I guess. And then a, I swear there was another cake. one. Well, there's, there's a pie. pie. Yeah. Oh, did you get the one back there? Yeah. 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 Okay. But I love the queen's expression. She's. Well, because her dress just went all poofy. Like she's like. You know, yeah. Yeah. But her facial expression is saying, why did I marry this man? <laughs> because he's why? clearly the ghost of Christmas present at oh, this point. Yes. Is he not the ghost of Christmas present? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even notice, but you always do see, like, you know, Yeah, where... the plug is, yeah, it's like the, it's like Chekhov's gun. Yeah. It's, it's Chekhov's plug. Yeah, but I love that the king and the page are in are at the top of this. Yeah, cake. note that the page makes the cut, but not the queen. Well, because the king wasn't probably expecting the queen. Yeah, it's to a cake join topper, him. I should say. Yes. People who can't see this, it's a little cake topper that shows the king in the bathtub with the page serving him. What is the page serving? What is that food? Oh well, of course, those are. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, well, you know when you take a. Well, what do they call them? You I'm know, waiting. those things. Here's my question. Yeah. Is the king on that, uh, that the Whole30 uh, diet here? Uh, well, let's see. He's got his protein. Uh, you can't have sugar, so oh, okay. no cake. So no cake. Yeah, and no. there's five of them, so. Right. Well, or four. four in a pie. Right. So I was thinking maybe those and, are eggs that he's and, and what are these little sheep? Apparently. Are they, they like marshmallows? I think they're sheep cookies, but... Are they cookies? Or maybe they're marshmallows. I thought they were cupcakes at first, but no, they don't appear to be cupcakes. No, they're just little sheep. Maybe they're, they've bred tiny sheep and you can just pop them in your but mouth. That again, sounds there's, delicious. There's so much detail and on woolly. this page. It's there, it, No, it's insane. You could watch this all day and just not even get close to the amount of detail. But you do see the people represented. Oh my gosh, I didn't even notice that. They're also around the, the cake. Yeah. Aww. Like, as the queen leaves the tub, Did they move every she hour? is still dignified. Yeah. She holds her head up high as she's drenched from the, well, yeah. I guess chin down. Yeah. But she's very dignified. However, on this page, yes. as the queen leaves the tub and the page Did still... you find a clown? <laughs> I did not find a clown. I found my tattoo. Oh, what's your tattoo? This little awkward hedgehog. Oh, wow. He looks sleepy. And he's on the food platter? Yeah. They were going to eat a hedgehog? I don't know. Is it real? Is it made out of cake? It appears Who to knows? be yawning. Yeah. I, I, ooh, a cake hedgehog sounds delicious. <laughs> but I thought he was adorable, ooh. and I thought, this will be my tattoo. The yawning The yawning hedgehog, hedgehog cake. Yep. All right. Yawning hedgehog cake. Yep. All right. So that would be a hard one to pull out, but I have faith in your tattoo artist that does not exist. <laughs> So, again, the page says, please, someone help get this king out of the tub, you know, because nothing's working. And, and the duke says, get out. Russell Brand, you mean? Yes. Russell yes. Brand says, ghost of Christmas present, get out of the tub. <laughs> We're going to go fishing. And the king says, come on in. And, again, so much detail in yeah. this tub. Everything from... The baby turtles. Yeah, the baby turtles are awesome. To the snails. Yes. To the bird that's in the weeds. I don't even know what kind of bird that's it is. It's a kingfisher. I actually know that from a different picture book, but... Sure. Believe me. And I love that the that the duke is trying so He actually hard. is into it. He's... Unlike the other people who have been in, in the tub in the past who were kind of like just... I think this guy, he's he, lo he seriously loves fishing, and I think he's seriously terrible at it. I don't know if he loves fishing. I think he just loves the challenge of 
So this is what the common folk people do. They put these squiggly yes. things on these hooks. Well, and compare. The king has there's a lot a, of squiggly things. Look, well, you. yeah, there's a lot of worms. The king has his own little worm container with a nice little lid that closes tight. And mm-hmm. really, it's hard for the worms to escape. Whereas the other guy has, like, a bag where every worm in Christendom is just, like, making a break for freedom. <laughs> um, along with the snails. Do you fish with snails? No. No. But there's no. snails in near water. Right. right. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. I just love the fact that on the next page, the Duke is so proud he is that he so got proud a of fish. It. And it's yeah. the itty-bittiest little tiny fish. I know, fish. whereas the page is carrying out all the fish that I presumably he couldn't catch? I don't know. Well, no, this is all the fish that the king caught. Oh, the caught. king caught, all yeah. right, yeah. While the Duke is holding up his little itty-bitty yeah. fish that he's he, so he got proud one. of. He got one out of it. Meanwhile, we, we see the foreshadowing in the hallway of what's going to come next. Yeah. Where the page says, please, will someone help get this king? I'm not, I'm Did you notice the two little ducks that were, like, walking They're in front of them? Adorable. I love those ducks. Yeah. Not the heron. The heron at the feet is... Right. It looks right. like, every time I look at it, I'm like, is that a rat? I'm like, no, that's a heron. Sure. But it, yeah. So everyone says, we're going to put on a masquerade ball. And, yeah. and I just love these these masks. You've got this giant ship Well, one. you know who that is. That's the knight who was with the ships. Yep, because And then you've got mustache. the queen with the with, with the, the swan, swan princess with the mm-hmm. crown. And then you can see in the background the Duke's putting on his fishy outfit because yeah, he just went fishing. because he so. likes fish. See? And, uh, and then everyone apparently... Presumably the bubbles have popped fully at this point because everyone's looking a bit shocked at... at the bathroom scene. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you can see some of them are like, don't look, don't look, don't yeah, look, don't look, don't look. thine eyes. There are no fish to cover. Yeah. This is awkward. This is awkward. And, um, yeah, so we, we get to the next page and, and, and people are saying, what do we do? We can't get the king out of the tub and he's happy and we're actually kind of enjoying this and what do we do? I don't know if anyone's enjoying it, actually. Well, let me just ask, why does the king need to leave the tub? Why? Why? Because he'll pucker. But he's... he's a, no, I know he's, he's happy. A, he's a grown man. Sure. Who knows what he likes. Yeah, and true. obviously everyone else is enjoying it, too. I think the page wants to get him out because he has to keep mopping up the dang floor. Which is why he pulls the plug. Yeah, he does. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, I didn't think of that. And for some reason, he's not beheaded for this crime. Well, um, I don't know, because I'm pretty sure it oh. ends with the king killing the page. What? <laughs> he puts on his clothes. Where's your evidence? And he kills the page. I don't know, man. Maybe he was the last page. Maybe all the pages before had tried to get the king out of the tub, and every single one had killed him. So this is the most recent page. Yes. Yes. I don't know, man. He was a cake topper. You can't just, like, make a new cake topper yeah, just like I mean, that. I you can't see all the details of his face. Okay, that's true. The, the outfit could just be the outfit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, okay. Fair play to that. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like a good book with a lot of details. Oh, this is like a Where's Waldo. It's yeah. It's like, how many cakes can you find? How many worms are there? Yes. Who's, who, who is... Who the heck is in the retinue? Because, you know, it just feels like... I can't... I do... I haven't gotten to the point where I can identify every person from scene to scene, but you can you can get a fair amount of them. You can tell yeah. it's pretty much the same crew. Yeah. This is not a large court. No, I think it's like the same six people. It's probably the same you six people. You got the Duke, the Knight, the Queen. And then the hangers-on. Yeah. 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 The lady folk. The ladies in waiting, maybe. All right. So in terms of the poll, this book came in at number 64. 
Out of 100. So it's a, a strong B, I'd say, in terms of like how the poll did. I mean, that's almost, I mean, I had that's never, almost number three. I had never heard of this. Uh, it's, uh, book, you know, they're, so. so the Woods are known better for some of their other books. Uh, there's a book called The Napping House, for example. They are known probably best for. Sure. Uh, yeah, you can just believe everything I say at this yep. point. Uh, they made one called Snappy Snappy Crutchfoot, <laughs> and uh, that was very popular. Oh, oh Snappy Snappy Crutchfoot was by Mo Willems. Oh. Uh, no. Mo Williams. <laughs> nope, not his name. Oh, okay. Still not his name. Okay. Wasn't his name last time? Not his name this time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they did the, the, the one with the red strawberry. Oh, they've done tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. Yeah, the that, woods. that blue banana book was That's my not favorite. No? Still not a thing. Yeah, All right. Okay. No. But here's the problem with this book, and there is there is one uh, magnificent problem with this book, and that is the fact there is no information on it anywhere. I could not find a soul to talk about its creation, why it was made, what's why? happened to it since. And it's a very interesting name for the king. King. Bid good. Bid good. Bid good. As in, I bid you good day. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's very friendly. Because it sounds, well, it has a lot to do with the vowel sounds. King Bidgood's in the bathtub. Right. It sounds good when sure. you say it. It's fun. Yeah, no, this is definitely a fun book to read to kids, I'm sure. because Oh, the, yes. The rhyming and the... And the finding all the little things mm -hmm. and they get to point out things that you didn't notice. I've and... never, I mean, it, I, nothing. I've never... You know, no, even the, the yeah. faintest memory uh -uh. of this. Nothing. Yeah, because 1985, I mean, clearly it would have been around when you were a child. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen it, never heard of it. Nothing. I feel like some books get traction much later, and this is very much a beloved of librarians book, hmm. I would say. I don't know if it's beloved of booksellers. I ain't one. But I know plenty of librarians who, uh, when they make their top 100 picture books of all time, this would be on that list. And when they think of sexy, sexy books, they think, ah, King Big. No, that's good. just me. That's just me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Isn't it not a common thing to think that the ghost of Christmas present is hot? Because I think uh, that's a thing. I mean... Shirt cut, like, robe cut down to here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Man likes to live. Bah, humbug. That was a good feast. No. You know what I mean? Okay. Eh, eh. Okay. He is oddly spelt in that last picture. Um... When he's, like, making his exit with the towel. Is he? I expected him to be larger, to yeah. be perfectly frank. But I mean, um, he ain't thin. He ain't, he ain't as big as he could be, though. He, he looked bigger in the tub. He's got a little bit of a gut. Not a little. Yeah. It's more like a, like a dad stomach. You know, what, what do they call it? The dad? The dad? Dad bod? Dad bod. Yeah. He's not kind of a dad bod. Well, um, yeah. 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 I mean, what would you say? He's, like, he's probably Like, if you his... put a leather jacket on him and, and like, on a motorcycle... Oh, yeah. That guy could ride a Harley like that. Well, because of the beard. Yeah, he's like a shrunken Hagrid. <laughs> a shrunken, red-headed Hagrid. Yes. <laughs> With a crown. Yeah. It's like a Triton crown. You know, like it is. He does look a little Neptunish. Yeah. Albeit with no fishy That makes parts. sense with him being in the water so much. I know, man. Right. And this is like Splash. He gets out and he grows legs. Maybe. <laughs> That's why he was in the whole time. It was just like Splash and he didn't want to know. That he was, but except you can see his legs under the water. See, that's the problem. In the fishing sequence, you can clearly see his legs. Yeah, so. your theory doesn't check out. I know. I was, yeah. I was so proud of it for like half just, a second. Just there. stick with the uh, Charles Dickens 
one and, you, and you'll be fine. Oh, I'm so pleased with it. I just want to keep bringing it up over and over. <laughs> and I have to because there's no information about this book. I, I have nothing. I have nothing for you. That's okay. But you know what I do have for you? Hmm. I got letters. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't rate it. Oh, we didn't rate it. Yeah. Well, fine. Maybe we should that's, do that first. That's the whole point of this podcast. Oh, right. To, like, we the rate... point. Yeah, we, yes. we rate them. Sorry, I was so excited by the letters, I got distracted from the, the rating okay. system. All right, so on a scale of 1 to 10, mm-hmm. uh, with 10 being the most classic-y classic that ever classic to class. Which this definitely isn't. Okay. And 1 being a horrific pile of steaming goo. Which it definitely isn't. Certainly not that either. Uh, where would you where would you place Mr. Bidgood? Well, I think it's, it is... Esquire. Fun to read with the rhyming. Sure, yeah. It's got so many beautiful drawings. Sure, yeah. I really appreciate the illustrations, yeah. and I understand why it's got that big silver thing on the front. Sure. However, this does not have a good title. Oh, disagree. King Bidgood's in the pet tub. Eh. Bidgood's in the pet tub. I think it could have, it's not, I'm not feeling the title. Okay. But. You failed on your consonant test book. And and it's missing some legs on the cover. Oh. But. I'm sure they're just climbing on the back of someone. But I do like Carol Burnett and I like Russell Brand and. uh, And I like that um, at the different times of day, the light that comes in from the window, like where the sun is, Mm -hmm. is consistent. Like Mm -hmm. the noon you can tell that the sun is straight overhead because it's actually right. kind of shadowy. Love yeah, that. The, the illustrations are beautiful. That. Oh, yes. But I, I'm not going to... I mean, I'm, I'm like a 5.5. Okay. You know, it's it's cute. You know what? It's I think it's fair. But I'm kind of like a right down the middle... That's not right down the middle. It's a little above the middle. I mean, it's a little bu- above because I really like the illustrations. That's very nice of you to say. Uh, do the fact that I'm a 5. Straight on the nosy five. And I do love it a lot, but yeah, when I think of the classics, the classics, the great books of children's literature, I mean, this is a book that I have, I did read it to my daughter years ago. She has the vaguest of memories of it. Yeah, she remembered odd things about it. She was like, isn't there a boy who pulls out a stopper? Like, that was what she took away from that book. And that's not a crime, and there's no reason that every classic book needs to have, like, some great moral. But you have to at least remember, I would say, 30% of the book. And she could not do that. Uh, Now, to be granted, she is six, and she can't remember anything that happened two years ago at all. So maybe it's very impressive she remembered anything. Uh, but I still feel like it's it's a perfectly middle-of-the-road classic. So, 5 says me. And 5.5 says me, so it's a classic. 5.25! Yay! Yay! Alright! <laughs> it's a very, like, yay! yay. <laughs> it's not a wah-wah-wah. What's the step above a wah-wah-wah? Meh. 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 Okay. <laughs> Love it. My new ringtone. All right. <laughs> letters time. So we got one real letter, and then we got two comments. I'm going to start with the comments, because uh, I want So Stephanie, the third sister, uh, she wrote in, and she said, uh, this is a reference to our last episode, which was Runaway Bunny. Mm-hmm. She said, so while listening to the Fusate and Kate podcast about the Runaway Bunny this week, I did not hear the title of the very serious paper that I mentioned at the end. Do you remember the, that I mentioned a very serious paper at the end? Nope. Okay. So I did. <laughs> okay. And uh, it was it was about uh, edible 
Oedipal theory and uh, and carrot. It was called Have a Carrot Oedipal Theory. And, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, remember that one? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was edible theory. And now I think that Betsy and Kate should write that. So we need to write a paper about edible theories. I'm game. I mean, all right. we, we've got Cloudy with Chasing Meatballs. Sure. we got this book with all the oh, food Oh, there's so much the food. So much food. So hungry. Millions of cats where all the cats uh, eat each other until yeah. there's only one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm not sure what the edible theory Pete, of that Pete, one would Peter be. Peter Rabbit stealing the oh, uh, carrots. yes. Food. Kids understand food. Yeah. They have no control over it, but they like oh, the idea and, of um, and uh, Alexander with the toy that comes in like a Cheerios box, which I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. I still stand by. I actually did a little research on that, and I found that Cheerios today have uh, toys in them sometimes. But are they like decoder rings? Well, no, and... because everything today no, is No, they're lame. crappy toys. Because so, they're... they're afraid children are going to choke on them. Ugh. See? Sugar cereals have the fun toys. That's what I'm talking about, man. Cheerios got books. All right. Uh, then there was a Dan who wrote in and he said, oh, it was a bit of a correction for little me here. Remember when I said that, um, that there was no children's books made horrific for the Runaway Bunny? Mm-hmm. He writes, there is indeed a children's books made horrific for the Runaway Bunny via the Wayback Machine since the Toast archives are now unavailable. And he actually sent a link. I will include that in the show notes in case anyone is interesting. And he said, it's striking how little Daniel Ortberg had to change. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, you don't really have to do much with that one. No. Kind of writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. I still feel bad that I missed it, though. I, I It didn't come up in a Google search, and that's about the limits of my research I do for these podcast episodes. So, like, put in thing. Thing not show up in first search by... Doesn't yeah. exist. Does not exist. Not a thing. Okay. Then the last one was an actual honest-to-goodness email. Oh, and it was, uh, it was from, I'm going to do her full name because, uh, she has a blog and she talks about, uh, Cassandra Gelvin. So Cassandra Gelvin, big fan, uh, has just started listening to us and she actually has a blog that kind of pairs well with us to a certain extent. Um, the name of her blog is Don't Read This To My Kids. Uh, and so she says, uh, that she sort of looks at, uh, she tries to seek out books that are more controversial, um, but then she also reviews books every couple of days that are just the stuff she ended up reading. Um, she says, I have kind of a half-hearted plan to read all the Caldecott winners and honorees, as well as all the Berenstain Bear books. Oh, God help your soul if you do all the Berenstain Bear books. I don't think it, I don't think it could be done, honestly. I think it's impossible. Challenge! That's what I say. <laughs> you could actually do a podcast of just Berenstain Bear books. I'm pretty sure. Probably. People have done it with, like, Babysitter's Club. And, and you stuff. could call it Berenstain or Berenstain. You could. Steen versus Stain. Stain versus Stain? Steen, Stein? Stain? What? Stein! <laughs> and Berenstein! 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 Uh, she also goes on to say, Your mention of the bunny bird, which was your chosen tattoo yes. from Runaway Bunny, yes, made me think of the book The Little Rabbit Who Wanted Red Wings. It's one of the books that's so bad, albeit still with diehard fans, that I've done an in-depth video review of it. The scenes with the wings are some of the best in the book. At least the Jacqueline Rogers illustrated version. I have never heard of this book. Not a day of my life. I did look it up on, on uh, Goodreads, and it, it, it does exist. So I will link to her video review of this book that is apparently so bad. It, I'm not going to say it's so bad it's good, but it's so bad it's amusing. Okay. And, uh, and people can uh, go to the show notes and can find that there. Cool. All right. 
grown-up things we like. Right. Do you want right. to go first? Or you want me to? Uh, I don't. Know. I don't have a preference. What do you want to do? I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. So I have three things, but I will condense very quickly. All right. Um, a couple days ago, ran the Kalamazoo 5K. You did with Dad. With our Dad. And I got the best time I've ever had. Well done. Because he. Because you had to keep up with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. No joke. He's wicked fast. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I'll just slow you down. <laughs> he ran the entire time. And yeah. I'm like, leave. Just go without me. And he's like, that's okay. I'll just trot next to you until you're ready. You know, one of my earliest memories is of Dad uh, stretching before going out to run. Yeah. So, yeah. There he's, you go, man. Uh, he's got a couple more years on me, I guess. Yeah. You'll, you'll get there someday, kid. But, uh, but my, my grown-up things... Other than that, since that not many people can really relate to running a 5K with their father, nope. is theater. The theater. Theater. So I, I have seen two uh, pieces of fine theater lately. Oh. Uh, one of them being the musical Hamilton. Yes, you did see that. Never heard the music before, except for like the first song. Song didn't know anything about it. Oh. Um, cool. So I kind of went in blind. How, 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 did, how did it play? Um. Parts of it I couldn't understand because, um, you know, the guy would have, like, a French accent, and I'm like, I have no Oh, you idea. can't, no one can what make up the Lafayette yeah. stuff, no. Um, but I really liked it. I was surprised with how much uh, dancing there was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was pretty much 99% singing, like Les Mis. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I don't know, I really liked it. I, I thought it was awesome. Cool. Um, I laughed, I cried, it was better than Cats. Great. And then the other... Take that, Cats. <laughs> The other piece Burn. of theater I saw was um, I visited the University of Wisconsin Green Bay because our resident, I don't know what you're calling him this week, our penguinologist. Oh, I'm sorry, you're talking about our, the direct male demigod? Uh, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. the, the, the DMD. <laughs> uh, yeah? The DMDG. DMDG. Yeah. So the DMDG. Dumgood. The Dumgood. <laughs> he did a. Uh, a thing for the production where he did all the projections for it, and mm -hmm. the play was called Silent Sky, and it was about Henrietta Leavitt, who was one of the first women to um, figure out the distance between, uh, like, how far away a star is, so that we can know how in relation it is to Earth, and how old the star is. So if you get a chance, and it's, it's a very interesting play, um, if you get a chance, look up Henrietta Leavitt because she was given a Nobel Peace Prize four years after she died. So that was, yeah, that was kind of disappointing. But yeah, no, it was it was a it was a great play. I recommend people support their local theater, whether it be through schools or your, you know, community theater. And uh, yeah, women in science are awesome. The end. All right. Well, and as you uh, were saying that, I just want to point out to people that there is a Henrietta Leavitt picture book biography, uh, which some of you might have seen. It is Look Up, Henrietta Leavitt, Pioneering Woman Astronomer by Robert Burla. And you might recognize it because it's got those beautiful Raoul Cologne, uh, Raoul Cologne images. And, That's uh, awesome. I did. I, you said her name, and I was like, I've, oh, shoot, I know I've seen a picture book biography ever. And this came out, I believe, last year. Cool. Um, nope. Oh. 2013. Came yeah. out in 2013 because I'm old yeah, and the years like run last year. together like, like rain. That's five years. That's fine. That's, yeah, sure. Five years ago, I didn't have a son. All right. <laughs> it's, it was a while ago, but it was a beautiful book when I saw it, and it's a beautiful book today. Um, so, 
I've changed my, uh, my, my grown-up thing midstream here. So a friend of mine at work uh, was recommending a podcast that I was unfamiliar with. Um, it's called My Favorite Murder. Now... Oh, is this the two girls? Yes. So this is what I was referencing, like, a couple podcasts okay, ago. Okay, I didn't I, know what you are talking when about. When you were talking about, like, the Chicago... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was like, oh, is it the two girls that talk about murders? Oh, and you're that's like, what you were... No. I, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like this podcast. Yeah, I do and I don't. Um, I have to be very careful about which ones they do, because I got a thing with, you know, me and child murder, we don't, we don't go very well together. So, ah. yeah, and the, I was listening to the very first episode, and boy, they take a deep dive into that right from the start. They're very funny. So I've realized, okay, so as long as I can pick and choose which murders they're doing, mm -hmm. I'm okay. You know, and uh, of course, the Golden State Killer was recently caught. People uh, would point out, he's not been convicted yet. Good point. He was recently caught. <laughs> and uh, there was a book by Patton Oswalt's wife, mm -hmm. uh, you know. His uh, first wife. His first, yes, his first wife, good point. And uh, that book has been doing very well in my library. With patrons coming to the desk asking for it and then being shocked that they're all checked out. Like, what? What? It's all checked out? What? Um, but anyway, so they had a most recent episode about that. Hmm. And it was great. It was lovely. It's still, they will not scurry around the horrific facts of the case, but um, due to the fact that they're they're treating this like a Super Bowl win, it is it is a lot of fun to listen to. So, yeah, if you can pick and choose, uh, My Favorite Murder is a delightful podcast. And for some people with strong stomachs, they would love every single episode. Yeah, I mean, they, they talk, they do lots of, like, non-murder talk um, yeah. at times where I'm like, yeah, they do. fast forward, fast oh, forward, yeah, fast yeah. forward, fast forward, fast forward, get to the murder, get to the murder. Yeah, it's hard for me when I'm driving because I'm like, I can't reach the 15 second forward button from here. Like, yeah, yeah so. Which is good because you should be concentrating on the road, Betsy. What? Yes. Crazy talk. All right. I've been Betsy. Oh, I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse and Kate is a Fuse number eight production. You can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. You can follow Betsy on Twitter at Fuse8, that's Fuse and 8, E-I-G-H-T. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Givens Kind, and our direct male demigod is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal. This is the Masterpiece Theater song.